Well, 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 here we are again. Another episode of Men Talk About. This is your host, Paul Newell, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm really digging these conversations I'm having with men, and I'm learning so much. And I'm I'm getting the opportunity to to connect with men I hold in high regard. And today is another example. Uh, I have the pleasure of bringing you the superhero gardener. I call him the superhero gardener because he's a superhero in my eyes. And then you'll learn a little bit more about uh, the superhero concept for him in the in the podcast. And this young man, Jason Harris is doing powerful things now, and his vision is powerful for us all. And I'm excited for you all to hear this and experience this. And hey, listen, I'm still still working through this as a podcaster, so my audio is a little funky on this one. I'm working it out. Um, I ask for your patience, and I ask you to sit in it with me because the content in this and the the words of of Jason are powerful and I, I my want is for you to hear them uh, because it's an opportunity for life so enjoy the podcast see you at the end yes all right so welcome 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 everyone this is Paul Newell host of the men talk about podcast I'm recording this on Zoom, so I get the pleasure of seeing my guest face. You guys are going to see that after the podcast audio is released, by the way. So you just hold your horses. I want to welcome in Jason Harris. Uh, I am, listen, first of all, if this is the first time you're visiting the men talk about podcasts, this podcast is for men. It's for those honing and honoring and tuning into their masculine energy. This is about men's education, men's development, men's inner work. And the guests that I have on here are men, and they're here to share their insight, their wisdom, their passions with the world so that other men, other, other, other uh, beings honing in on their masculine energies can learn, can educate themselves, can develop in a way that benefits the whole collective. And this guy that I got right here today, my man, Jason Harris, first time I met this dude was in yoga teacher training. And let me tell you, this guy's got, this guy's got it, man. Like, you know, like if you have the opportunity to stand in front of this dude and be in his presence, like even on video, like his eyes, his smile, his energy is freaking tip top. And from day one, I saw that in this guy. And, um, and I'm blessed to have made that connection with him back then because I've had the gift of seeing him develop and grow. And, and listen, I'm excited for you guys to hear what, he's going to be talking about today. He is the spirit trainer. I say the capital T H E spirit trainer, because I, he is the one that's this dude is galactic. There can never be another spirit trainer like this dude, because he's it. He's a prototype, man. So blessings. Welcome in, uh, Jason Harris, personal trainer, yogi, gardener, spirit trainer, Jason. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Well, thank you so much for having me on this powerful podcast. Yes. I remember, you know, our first time meeting at that yoga teacher training and I'm just like, yo, who is that intelligent black man leading this whole <laughs> session right now? And I was like, I want to, I 
want to be that. That's who I want to be. You know, that's what I want to do. I want to have an impact on my community. I want to, yeah, man, I, I was so inspired by you. You just, you just show me the light. Like I, mm -hmm. I, you know, my, my our, our teacher, you know, Claire, she introduced me to yoga, but you know, you gave me that vision. Like, yeah, you can, make, you can become a pro. Become a professional. Oh, man. Thank you for that, Jason, man. That means, that means a lot, man. Like I'm, um, like I'm feeling like welled up right here, right, right behind my sternum, man. Like, uh, yeah, whew, I'm breathing, brother. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And, you know, you, you hit on a key component because, um, you know, in yoga, especially on like Jason, I, like I was thinking about this, this is like what, 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Right. Like, you know, there weren't many black, First of all, there weren't many men, and there weren't many black men. So it's like when I saw Jason, I was like, yes. "Yo, I'm here, King. I'm with you. Yo, we we in it, man. We in it. Yes, so, yes, dude, man. So I'm I'm blessed that you're here. Listen, Jason. Before we dive in, man, is there anything else that you want to add to the intro? You want people to know about you, about your background before before I start getting some questions and getting some uh, wisdom from you? Well, I know a lot of it is going to come up through these questions that you ask, and I know you got great questions. Um, but basically, you know, I am born and raised in Brook, born in Brooklyn, raised in Queens. You know, I'm a New Yorker at heart. I love my city. I love my people. I love the world. Uh, and yeah, I use that fitness, um, yoga, and gardening just to bring people closer to God. You know, and and I mm. see God as just like a you know a giver. You know, I see, I actually see God as a woman, you know, a provider, you know, and it's not just, you know, the person in the sky, but it's mother earth. So I, I really do try to bring people to connect with mother earth through their fitness, through yoga, through gardening. And, and I think that connection back to the planet will heal so many aspects of our lives. So that's, that is what I'm all about. Man, you know, it's, um, Thank you for that, man. Thank you for that. I'm breathing that in because, man, watching your rise over the years and this ascension, I'm gonna call it the ascension uh, over the years and hearing what you just said, uh, it's like, it's, it's, it's really coming together for me, um, how you're showing up, man, it's beautiful. And I'm curious, man, like for you, when did when did this journey of really bringing people closer to God or closer to like the source when did that start for you man that connection to spirit you know it started within myself i you know grew up as christian i sensed the you know, profoundness that was in it. You know, I sensed the the gems that were there, but it, I just the message wasn't really connecting with me. You know, so I knew mm. there was some greater power, but I just wasn't finding it in Christianity. Yeah, my parents brought us to church, but it was just like, there's more to this. There's more to this, and, and so that mm. kind of led me on a search. You know, I was like, what am I? What am I searching for? What is this true connection that I want to feel? Um, and I just saw myself as someone who wanted to help the planet. And so I always looked at superheroes. You know, I was a big, I'm a, still a big comic book fan, you know, huge comic book mm. fan. Uh, 
you know and so when i was younger my parents were like oh what do you want to be when you grow up and i was like i want to be a superhero yeah and they laughed at me a little bit <laughs> yeah. and i was like all right fine it's not gonna be a superhero but then it just i had to rethink of like what is a superhero you know what how can i be a superhero in this life and so it brought me on a journey of like i wanted to be a cop right you know that that didn't connect over time, but then it was like art. Oh, wow, I feel good doing art. And then I, you know, in high school, as I was doing art, I, I just met more and more people and I learned about Bruce Lee. I discovered Bruce Lee just, you know, through a, a dope video and, and quote of his. Uh, mm -hmm. I started watching all of his movies. And then- yeah, Do you remember the quote? You know what, it must've been like, it must have been the be like water. You can form, you can be powerful, you can you can become the vase or you can break through the vase. And I was just like, wow, that is so profound. I was like, this guy is more yes. than just he is more than just a martial artist. You know, he is a philosopher. Yes. And so I started yes. reading his books, and that I think was my first introduction to, you know connection and that kind of just seeded my thoughts of like all right wow here's you know, bruce lee is talking about something that is more than just fitness you know he's talking about connection you know connection to his body connection to you know it, literally his body you know and, and that physical connection uh and so i just kind of stayed on that journey i stayed on you know all right how do i train my body how do i feel better like, so mm. going through fitness in terms of martial arts you know, discovering bruce lee's philosophies i you know I started dabbling in stretching. And I was like, wow, just stretching every morning before, before class just feels good, you know? And, and so right. as I kept progressing with my physical body, you know, noticing that like, oh, when I move, when I feel stronger, I just feel better. I feel just better, you know? That's when I started looking into other modalities, um, mm. practicing fitness in terms of weight training, practicing yoga, you know, in the morning. And then, you know, out, out, out of high school, going into college, I started feeling really down just because I was asking myself, like, why is the planet so messed up? Like, we watched. Oh, wait, hold on, Jason. Pause for a second. So how old were you when you started going through this? Was Because I'm hearing you said young. into high school. I was school. young. I was, so it was Ooh, that wow. first, like, nine, when I was, like, nine years old, I was like, Christianity makes sense in some ways. But there's other stuff that I'm, I'm not getting answers from. Like, so God was around. Always, I don't get it. Okay. You know, so then I started just looking and I just kept my mind open. And then Bruce Lee's teachings, like it told me, I was like, I don't have, I have to find spirituality through religion. You know, I can find spirituality mm. through martial arts. I can find spirituality through fitness, exercise, you know, and I, mm. I didn't realize that at the time because I was just being drawn to it and I couldn't really put it into words. I was just like, why does it feel good to read Bruce Lee's books? You know, why does it feel good to read his philosophy? And I was like, this is something about this that just makes me feel connected. And then it was just going mm. through that journey of just being open to more spirituality. And, and so that's when I started really opening up in college. You know, through high school, I was just practicing martial arts, you know, I was just doing art, still open to like, oh, what, like, there's, I know there's more than out there. Yeah, I know there are aliens and I know Christianity isn't the end all, but I know there's something to it. Um, so in college, like I just started diving deeper into religion and, and where it stemmed from. I started watching documentaries. I started one documentary that really opened my eyes was um, the Zeitgeist movement. Um, and oh that yeah! Was, oh yeah! 
that that change transformed my mind in terms of like why we are at this point. It's like why are there so yeah. many have nots? Like why are there so many people struggling on this planet? And I was just asking those planet those questions. I was like, yo, we have so much abundance. We have so much money. Like we have so much right. food. Like why are we not all fed? Why are we not all treated as one? Like and I was just right. pissed. I was just mad. Uh, I was depressed. Uh, and then you know my aunt gave me a book. Uh, the Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. Uh, and that book introduced me to meditation. And mm. that is when I like skyrocketed. It was just, I was pissed in life. You know, I was just like, why is this so messed up? You know, like why are so many, you know, I was just pissed. I didn't know what to do. So like, that's when I discovered meditation to like reduce my anger and my anxiety and my sadness and, and so, like, I, I was able to just open up and connect and just allow yeah. like, the, the, the universal energy, the universal knowledge to start to be, in, you know, input, to, to, to be input yeah. into my body, into my mindset. And so that's kind of started me on that, that spiritual journey of meditation. And through meditation, I, I discovered other um, aspects of, of, of the yoga went out for a second. I discovered other aspects mm. of, uh, of, um, of life and, and I just, and, and yeah, that was what led me to yoga and to fitness and then to, you know, how do I, you know, make this more, how do I get my message clearly across to other people? And so I, I you know, I can keep mm. going on and on about how, like, I started realizing, like, yo, I need to be a healer. How? Yeah. Which brought me back to, like, being that superhero. Like, I wanted to just help. You know, so I was like, all right, how can I be a superhero in this 3D modern world? What does that look like? All right, I just need to help you eat more fruits and vegetables. Okay. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so oh, before we dive into that, hold on. Because listen, you have, you had, so you had a lot of things that were happening, man. Because like, what, well, first thing, what I'm, what I'm experiencing, my experience of what you're saying is you are a seeker. You're curious, right? Like, um. Like I've had guests on the past, like uh, that that I've talked to, and I I see this common thread with my guests is that, and maybe it's a thread in me as it is threading me, uh, the curiosity, the seekers. Like okay, well, and I love the fact that you were asking these questions when you're like nine, ten years old, right? And then like all of a sudden things open up, and I appreciate what you're talking about with the meditation. The people that for for those that are listening, I've talked about meditation many old times, um, whether it's in like Facebook posts or like Instagram, whatever it is, like. That mindfulness, sitting with self, meditation, I, I'm detached from however you want to call it. I am attached to you doing it, all right? Especially for men, one of the things Jason talked about, which I think is very important to understand, and especially for men that contributes to a lot of the stress levels, is anger, sadness, and how, for, I know for me, Jason, that, that's helped me, with meditation's helped me with that, man. Being mindful, emotional intelligence, being able to sit back. Especially for, for any of the dudes out here that are going through divorce, Lord God, meditate, man. Meditate. I tell you right now, it'll save, it'll, it'll save you some court fees in jail. And, and listen, man, and this is important because, uh, you know, uh, this, this I, like the, I like the trajectory that you're talking about, Jason, because um, it's, it's like connecting to the body. I like that you talked about that and also – you know, we talked about this. This is like the physical component. 
And um, I'm curious, right, is like now that we're going into the physical and actually mind component, what what would you say, like for people listening, like what, what would you say is that you just have like this, you, you said a universal soul or universal consciousness. Like for people that are listening, what do you think, what, do you, what would you say is um, the for a step towards beginning to get that body-mind connection? Or several, I don't know, like in your advice, like for someone that's like, what the heck is he talking about body-mind connection? Like take me through like how, like someone hearing this for the first time, what they could start to do to, uh, uh, to tap into that. The body-mind connection. For beginners, it really just comes down to that practice of taking the time to connect with yourself. Just like you said, you know, it doesn't matter what you call it, you know, meditation, like mindfulness. And it can start with just that time, you know, like picking a time in the day, picking a time like in the morning, at night to where you're going to practice that mindfulness, that meditation. And it doesn't necessarily mean for you that you have to sit in silence. For some people, it, it really could, because my meditation honestly started with stretching. It, did, it wasn't, I wasn't following a stretching routine. I just remember reading Bruce Lee's book and he's like, you have to work out every day. So I was like, all right, I'll just stretch in the morning. So I was like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, I should work out every day. So right, let me start stretching every day. You know, because I was thinking right. to myself, like, why is Bruce Lee such a badass? Like, what makes him such a badass? Why was he the greatest fighter in the world? Still one of the best fighters mm. ever. You know, so I was, I had so much respect for him. I was like, like, let me do the, the things that he did you know, to, to be a badass. So, you know, that, that mindfulness, that physical body practice is a practice of right. mindfulness, you know, cause it's like how mm. when you're tuning into yourself, when you're noticing like, yo, why am I feeling tense? You know, and then taking the five minutes in that morning to like loosen up that tension and like yeah. putting your awareness in your body, even if it's meditation or if it's stretching or foam rolling, taking that five minutes to be hyper-focused on your body will make such a huge difference to the day. Because it mm. could mean, because that little morning stretch could mean your shoulders are here if you didn't stretch or here. Right. And so having that little stress through that day will just make the day harder unnecessarily. You're expending energy. But taking that five minutes to be like, all right, let me get my shoulders down to start my day. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Your, stole, your shoulder could be so small. Exactly. So small. Yeah. Like this, the, 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 the smallest tweak to your physical body every day, which you know will help it. And so for me, I, I do my best to, to teach my clients to have that time. It doesn't matter what you do in that time. You just have to find right. what will work for you to continue to do it every day. Mm, that consistent everyday goodness, man. Everyday goodness. Okay. Dude, that's huge. And I appreciate what you're saying. And for people that may have missed that, I'm, I'm going to say it again. You said it doesn't, that meditation doesn't have to be sitting in silence. Because I think that's, Jason, I tell you, every time, like, um, like whether it's a personal training client or someone I talk to, a man I talk to, like, hey, you meditate? Nah, you know, it's like it's hard for me to keep my mind still. And I ask, like, what makes you think your mind has to be still? 
Exactly. Maybe you just gotta like maybe you just gotta like let your mind run until you get to the silence. Maybe it's looking at a tree. Like you said, I and I, I, I appreciate what you said. Like, hey, listen, it started off with stretching. Like that's a practice. And 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 what I'm also hearing is it's a practice. It's a practice. It's something that you're doing, honing in every single time. So now I, I, I appreciate that and thank you. Now I want to dive into a piece that's that's recently been near and dear to me is this journey that you've been on with gardening. Before I dive into this, how many how many when did you start to um get the that uh that love for Pachimama and gardening, man? When did you get that love? When did it start for you? Ah, so hey, I, I started with my grandfather. <laughs> Started with my grandfather. You know, he, What's his name? Let's um, call him in. Tom, no, Thomas Leach. Thomas Leach. Blessings. Yo, uh, Blessings. Grandpa. Grandpa. Yes, Grandpa. He, I remember being a little kid. I can't even remember how old I was. I must have been six or five, maybe. And just being, sitting at his kitchen and looking up to him as he, as he opened up a little napkin. And in the napkin, he just had a few little seeds. And he said there were tomato seeds, but at that time I had never seen seeds like not in a tomato. Uh, and I watched him as he went outside, grabbed a little cup, popped those seeds inside the cup, put it on the windowsill. A few weeks would go by, you know, we see that little sprout. A couple more weeks, he's like, "Come, come, come! It's time to time to plant this this you know this this plant." And so we go outside, and he taught us you know how to you know dig the hole. He's like, "All right, now now you got to cover the plant, like make it a little mound." It'll leave a little, leave a little amount at the top, you know, and then that, that is where I discovered that food comes from the earth. You know, I, I saw mm. him start from the seed, grow his plant. I saw him harvest his tomato. And then when I tasted it, I was like, this is the best tomato I've ever had in my whole life. Like mm. this tomato tastes better than any food I've tasted. This are in my life it's like why like because it's so fresh and so i would only eat my grandpa's tomatoes wow. i would for years i never ate any other tomatoes but his you know it was wow. it was just something about it i i just couldn't i couldn't take the flavor of the other tomatoes because his were just so good and that is what sparked my my love my passion for for growing food you know, I, I, it took me a while to realize that. I was like, yo, I always liked growing food. I was always kind of interested. But over time, I realized, like, it's such an important tool and skill to build. Right. Dude, it's it's because, it's man, um, it's so wild. As you were telling this story, you brought me back to what my mom used to do. Because I remember she used to have um, the seeds in a, in a paper towel and, like, damp, right, and on the windowsill. Started, yeah. Um, and I'm like, wow, man. And she was always in gardens. And like, when you talking about this, I was actually telling my lady about the, the tomatoes my, that used to come out of my mom's garden. They'd be like, they'd literally be like this, this big and bite, you could bite into it. And it was crisp and it was so delicious, man. Like, I'm like hoping I can have, I'm like really setting the intention. I want some tomatoes like that from the garden. Like, yo, I can go out, pop. Yeah, here we go, bro. It's making fresh. You know, and this like this joy that I'm feeling right now about this anticipation. Like for you, when, like, okay, so I heard you learn this from your granddad, right? 
And like when you actually did it, right? When you did it the first time, what was that experience like for you when you actually harvested from your own crops, man? Can you remember what that was like? So I was, yes, my first crop. So at around 15, I discovered hydroponics. Uh, I discovered someone on YouTube building like window hydroponics using recycled materials. I just thought it was and so And hydroponics cool. is like what? Jason? Hydroponics like, is when you use water to grow instead okay. of soil. So you add nutrients to Got the water you. and then it's minus soil. So it's growing food in water, literally. That's it. So wow. what that does is you reduce the space. You also reduce... Um, the amount of water that you need. So a hydroponic system can save 90, 90% of the water that a typical soil garden uses. So it's never gonna replace soil gardens, but right. it is an excellent bridge. You know, it's an excellent bridge that you know every city will eventually need. Every family will eventually have their own grow system. No matter, it doesn't matter yeah, what Yeah, because you're gonna set it up. Cause you're gonna set it up, but we're gonna get to that in a little bit. We're gonna get to that superhero. Come on back. Uh, I'm like, yo, I want to get there, but I'm like, wait, wait. I know. So, okay, so you say it's like so. This is so. This is interesting because, like, you know, I, I think it's what I think it's helpful for people to learn. There are different types of ways to grow because what I appreciate about what you just said is that, like, whatever the space that you have, and I want to continue on this recycle thing. Whatever the space you have, you can still grow and be and and have harvest. Plant the seed, plant the seed, you know, because that's what I thought. I was like, you know, because I didn't know too much about outdoor gardening, but I really love the right. hydroponics. And that was just like a curiosity for me. And then, you know, I went to a, um, a networking event in Manhattan and I, a woman sitting ac directly across me showed me a picture of a hydroponic system. And I was like, I want that because I, I, my, my, my home built system didn't do as well as I wanted it to. <laughs> But then I saw that, I was like, oh, that's a kit. Yeah, I can do that, you know? And then, you know, a month later, I had it in my bedroom. I had a hydroponic system in my bedroom. Um, and wow. like less than eight weeks later, so within three months of seeing that picture, I was in my bedroom snipping lettuce from my tower, bringing it downstairs and and having my own salads and so for me it was just it was almost like finally that's what that was the feeling right. that, for me that was the feeling it was like because I've been wanting to do it for so long and it was just like right. oh, finally <laughs> like, it's it, you know dude this is like the energy I'm getting from you when you like from when you had that lettuce right you made your salad is like because I know you're you're a vegetarian you're a vegan right I am vegan practicing vegan you know I slip up once in a while but okay. I am mostly so practicing vegan. So was it like, what was it that, that flipped the switch for you? Like, yeah, this is the way I want to, this is how I want to, what I want to practice. Like, what was that? What, what is, what is it for you? When it came to being plant-based, the same thing in college, it was a discovery, you know, and that same mm. like journey of finding out why our world was like it is. I was watching documentaries and one of those documentaries was, Forks over knives. And I saw Forks over knives. Mm -hmm. Forks over knives. And I saw how 
animals are treated for our food. When I saw that, I went vegetarian, boom, right away. Like literally, as soon as the video was over, I was like, I'm a vegetarian. Because I, cause I just saw slavery. That's all I saw. You know, I just saw right. people in, like, animals in chains. And I was like, I don't want to eat slaves. I don't want to mm. eat animals that have been tortured. Because I'm just going to eat that energy, you know? Right. And, and so that right. was a big impact on me. And then also I was discovering climate change. I was like, wow, you have to really do something. Like, what can I do? Like, what's the smallest thing that I can do right now? And it was the same thing. It was just like be plant-based, you know, eat more plants. Mm. And, and like, and, and, and that's not, it's not just eating more plants. It's like by eating more plants, we are adding, we are taking carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. You know, we're asking farmers to plant more plants, you know, and yes. having less death. So it was just like a, a win-win. And then hearing the health benefits, I was like, all right, yeah. And then as the years went on, I got better at being a vegetarian. I got smarter. I, I started eating healthier. And then, you know, as I got into the fitness career, that's when I was like, all right, like, let's take it to the next level. And that's when I started going completely plant-based. You know, so cutting out dairy, mm. cutting out fish, and cutting out, like, shrimp and everything like that. Um, I'm not yeah. saying I'll never go back to it, um, just because a lot of the influence was sustainability. It was like, you know, how can we be sustainable um, and, and self-sufficient? And I just felt felt kind of greedy in some ways you know i had like mm. i was like yo it takes 10 pounds of plants to make one pound of meat damn you know like people are yeah me, you know like it's it's interesting right because like i like i really appreciate your your thinking and your 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 logic with this because you know it's, it's cutting down on the man of amount of plant consumption while at the same time by you planting you're adding to it you're adding to the plant life. You're adding to revitalizing the earth. So it's like, okay, if I'm eating a tomato and I save the seeds, I'm going to take, instead of like me just eating it up, I'm going to put this out here. So thank you, Pachimama. You know, it's, it's really, um, what you're saying is this, this, I'm going to bring it just, you know, just so we know for the, the listeners, I, I, I want to bring this to a spiritual perspective because you said something that, really resonates with me when you talked about the meat right and um the energy and the spirit and like what's happening and that what you when you said it's like you know you said you were looking at like they were slaves that resonated with me because i'm like damn man they're really jammed up they're locked in they're branded they're this and i'm like oh wow and two things come from that like i was thinking about um first time i ever went to jamaica right um I remember I was Americanized kid. Like uh, my parents are from there. I'm I'm American born. And my sister and I are born here. My brothers and, and everyone else born in Jamaica. The first time I went there, Jason, it was like, oh man, I didn't want to eat anything. I was like, oh, I want some Burger King. Ah. And I was like, what, eleven or twelve? So I remember they're like, and I didn't want to eat anything like curry goat. Like I'm not gonna eat a goat, no way. I didn't want to eat any of that stuff, dude. I was like, nah. And I remember, right, my, my auntie was like, you want some chicken? I said, yeah. And my Uncle Eric had a farm down there. So um, she's like, okay, hold on. And I see her running around, running around. I'm like, what the heck is she doing? And then I see her catch this chicken and swap. And I was like, oh, my God. And it was more because it was like, you know, they had like, you know, it was like it, it, the chickens were running around. And she was like, hold on, let's find this chicken. Like, it wasn't like, hold on, let's get to this chicken. And I remember the taste of that was completely different than any chicken I've had. 
Now, the second part is um, I remember when I started doing, like I started learning and I was under a, um, a guide to really, to become, um, to, as I stepped into my shaman, like that shaman capability and really learn how to guide and heal myself and help heal others. And there was a part where they honored the food and the journey that the food's taken, the sacrifice that the food's made. And it was like, I'll never forget in that moment. It was like, I closed my eyes and we were blessing. It was like, I was in an ancient time where tribes, if they did kill an animal, like they'd honor it. They like, listen, this gave its life force. So they would use everything. Like, you know, there's the thing from the Ruta to the Tudor. So they would lose like the hide for health and warmth. They'd use the tusk to carve. They'd use all these different things. And it was never, they never took more than was needed. There was a, there was a natural balance that in my judgment right now, I think is completely off. Right. And it's like, and it's some of the masculine feminine I see, like, you know, like I'm thinking like it's more masculine than the feminine of nurturing. And also it's like, there's some greediness here where all of a sudden we're like, I got, ah, it's a greediness and scarcity. <laughs> I'm fascinated yep. with this because it's just like, I got to have, it's like, and there's not enough. Yeah. So, and I'm, 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 I'm saying all this because you hit on a key term about sustainability. And I, I'd like you, I, if you can, I'd like to get your thoughts on sustainability in regards to the human body and how what you're doing relates to that. And then also sustainability in regards to how the collective lives and how that goes. So like first body now, I'll remind you about the collective piece. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts on that. Man. I love this. I love this. This is why, honestly, this is the reason why I started getting into fitness because I realized I was like, all right, our biggest threat to health, my health, my family's health, is going to be climate change, change our environment. Um, and I realized, like, I w veganism is important, vegetarianism is important, but how do I connect with people in a different way where I can give them that message of how important it is to be a vegan and vegetarian, or just to be more plant-based, you know, and have a better uh, connection with your food. And I realized that I can use my fitness and my yoga and my strength you know, as a man to show people like look how strong fast flexible i am but i only eat plants mm. so i wanted to kind of share people and then and then encourage people to eat more plants and i knew that like if i can encourage people to eat more plants i'm not just helping them physically also helping them like mentally spiritually i'm also helping the environment so mm. i was really connecting my you know, my fitness, yoga, training with helping people connect more with their food, which in turn would help our planet. So mm. that was my like fitness to food to spirit connection. And I was just very, yeah, I was like, let me be as fit, strong as possible so I can be a great representation. No. So you like you're really breaking the myth because I like you know watching your videos and dude, I mean listen for for viewers, you're gonna get all the contact information. Just actually while I'm doing now, Jason, where where can they connect with you? Like on um, you can, you can find me on Instagram, for, mm -hmm. at Spirit Trainer. 
Okay. That's been training. And you, if, for those that are listening, go follow him. And then if you go back in his history, I mean, Jason, you've done, you've done triathlon, right? Yes. You run yes. in sandals for distance <laughs> um, and you've run marathons. Yes. Uh, you know, to, like, listen, considering what you eat, I think you're, you're, uh, you're an ideal representation of what's possible with plant practicing mostly predominantly, mostly plant-based. So, like when people see that from you and then like you start, well, yeah, when people see that from you and then they start to experience it, what's been, what's been some of the reaction that you've been getting when they experience that? Okay. So spirit training, sometimes I, people call me spirit trainer, but it's at spirit training mm -hmm. on Instagram, just to clear that up. <laughs> FYI. Gotcha. Spirit uh, training. <laughs> spirit training. Training. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Um, cool. But when people talk to me and they discover that I'm plant-based, I get a lot of surprise. It's like, wow, you're plant-based? Really? Because people are very surprised. They're like, wow, you have muscle. Or like, wow, they're just surprised that I am physically strong, you know, and I only right. eat plants. So for them, I think just meeting me changes their whole narrative around mm someone who is plant-based because they don't usually see fit athletic black man who's plant-based you know it's usually like mm. not trying to create stereotypes but usually is like a you know petite white woman you know <laughs> <a yoga> teacher. <laughs> i'm not yeah, saying right. it's a bad thing like, but it's exactly Yep. And some people can see that's that as like, what the narrative is, though, I'm man. not trying yeah, to be plant-based because she's plant-based. You know, like right. I don't want to be right. put in that same group category, you know. So I want to be that representation. Yep. Like, like, look, you can be fit, you can be strong, you can frolic. You don't have to do it. It's like, yo, can we? I want to pause for a second because this is like I got another one of my other dudes, uh, Omar Jones, man. He he's plant-based too, right? And it's wild because, like, looking at him and looking at you, like, listen, literally, um, and, and these are two black men. You two, I mean, you and you guys are in shape, right? And I think it's interesting because anytime, like, I'll say, uh, like, when I lost weight, like, when I was doing fasting and started to dive into that, my body started to shift. People are like, yo, are you eating? I'm like, yeah, I'm eating more plant-based. I have more energy. I'm stronger. I feel more, you know, they're like, what? Man, I'm like, yo, man, I got to have meat. I got to have, I got, I'm like, okay like what's up with your greens though you know it's like and the greens are the natural it's like act, it's, i see it as like activating the dna and especially for black men i'm like yo listen we eat this stuff that's creating more inflammation in the system which is creating more of those diseases diseases like diabetes heart disease like all kind of chronic disorders that are that that end up crippling us because there's that narrative we gotta eat we gotta eat this look there's a ton of stuff that's good that's from the earth. Yeah, real soul food. Real soul food. Re Say it again, man. <laughs> real soul food. What is the food that's going to feed your soul? Because we are creatures of light. We are creatures and beings of light mm. when it comes down to it. So mm. all our energy comes from the sun. We are sun people. We are sun beings. You know? okay. So how do we get that universal energy which comes from the center of the universe which they say the sun can possibly be you know not could not 
this is going a little off tangent, but the sun, some people say that the sun is it's actually not just a ball of light. It's actually a um, like a satellite of energy, you know, so mm. like a reverse black hole. So instead of sucking energy in, it's actually a hole that is actually emanating energy out from the center of the universe. So it's not necessarily separate from the center of the universe. It's actually just a satellite that's been separated, which is putting out energy from the center of the universe. So it's like, how can we get that, that pure universal energy from the sun into our bodies? And so I, I tell people, it's like, you have, if you look at a prism and you shine light through a prism, you have the colors of the rainbow come out of it. So right. it's the same thing with our food to make sure that your body is your light body is functioning at peak. You have to eat all the colors. It's the same with your chakras. You know, you have to eat every color to feed every single chakra energy system in your body. Each chakra consists with a different color because we are being of light. So for those that are listening that, have yet to know like what the heck chakra who who is that listen chakras um energy centers in the body representative of uh, representing different colors and i love what you say here um because like i've been i've been all into beats lately i love me some beats da, 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 that beat love it man regular beats golden beats and it's interesting because, like, I'm, I'm going, I don't know if you know, but I'm doing double hip surgery, double hip replacement in a weeks. And training my body. And it's about that root sacral chakra, root chakra, the root energy center, which is, is, is said to be the seat of your security, your stability. Orange for the sacral chakra, your sexuality, sensuality, creativity. Your, the, then there's yellow in the solar plexus for that gut instinct. Green for the heart for your giving and receiving love, blue for your throat. And then you have, I, I always get the indigo and the purples. Like you got the third eye energy center and then the crown energy center, which is just direct light, white. Indigo right in the, in the third eye. And when, he's, when you're talking about eating the colors, I love what you say because when I'm making my juices now, I'll cut it up and I'll post it. And sometimes I just look at the picture like, that shit is beautiful. It's beautiful, bro. <laughs> kale, fresh kale. Dude, because you know I was getting like, listen, I'm gonna tell you, I was getting the kale in the in the bags, right, in the plastic bags, and a lady put me on a Whole Foods. I'm like, yo, these are fresh, beautiful kale leaves, and then like a picture of you putting like these kale tips that you made, dude, and then like you're the one that like you and G Money helped me see that there's different types of kale, and I'm like, yo, and Swiss chard, different types of, oh, brother. It's absolutely amazing, man. It's, and it's like, I got to tell you, for those that are listening to this, being able to start to eat the, eat the colors. I'm a fan of juicing the colors, too. Yes. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Cold pressing it. <laughs> anyone can get it. Oh, the more the merrier. Get it. The, the more the merrier. Big it. Eat it. And I listen, it. I, juice it. <laughs> yo, whatever, man. Yo, whatever. Whatever you gotta do, man. Take it's it's a yes. like you know, you talked about that universal energy. And it's and it's really like the chi. It's life force energy, man. It's like it, it's for us as beings and especially for men, like I you know, one of the reasons I did this podcast is to help men to to get a different way of being, right? Does it, do they have to agree? Absolutely not. 
do I like you at least listen? Yeah, I would, because there's going to be something in here to you to even give it a shot to clean your system up, your colon. Most of the time, these foods that we eat, especially processed foods, the greens and water help to flush it through. My water intake I'm working on, but like the greens, these are nutrients. Say so this is a body. Listen, the, we're nature and this is nature. Okay. When we're starting to take this in, now we can flush this through the body. We could like our body starts to become more alive. And I think it's something that for, um, that I, I'm encouraged to see more men begin to take um, charge of their health in this way, man. And, and, uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm just like, I just got hit. And I just thought like, I do want to hear your perspective on how being plant-based and the gardening helps with the collective. Cause, and if you can also in this, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask that you include in a, a, an incentive and a purpose that you're working on now with the sustainability, if you can, bud. Yeah, take a breath on this one, man, because uh, yo, I don't want you to. Start, I want you to give it all your goodness. <laughs> Be free of selling yourself short, man. Take a breath what you need. Mm-hmm. So with the gardening, I feel like I should be in front of my garden right now, sharing it with you. So if you give me a second, I'll take you on a little Please. journey as I let's you know, do it. Walk baby. myself yeah. outside, and I can start talking with you about this. Go yeah, listen, this is awesome because I, I mean, like, you know, people are hearing it like, you know, you, you guys will see the video so you see the goodness in his garden. And Jason, I tell you, like when you post pictures of your garden, things that you're doing and the towers, God, man, it's so beautiful, man. It's really something beautiful to witness. And then what I see when you make the sushi rolls and the stuff, the what I love rolls, is the, yeah. As, yeah, the spring rolls, yes. And dude, what I love is how when you share with your family, you're posting like that, that eating with your family and, you know, the stuff that you harvested. And was it your dad that, har- that harvested something until he pulled something out? I saw some post where somebody, some member of your family pulling some, um, something to harvest. And I was like, oh, this is what it's about, man. It's what it's about, man. Mm. Pause. Bear with us at this point in the video recording because this is on Zoom when we recorded this as well as audio. Jason was moving outside to show me his garden. So we lost a little bit of connectivity. So I, 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 I had to cut some parts uh, because they were un, you, I was unable to hear it. And I, my thought is that you may be unable to hear it too. So bear with this part here but this is where jason took me to uh his garden and showed me his setup and it was absolutely spectacular he dives into some of the other things that he has in the the garden and that's coming up so those now those what are those now do you have is for you, is it all veggies or do you also start, do you also grow herbs like um, oregano, basil? Do you grow those as well? Yes. So, you know, okay. I, I would go over, but I have uh, mostly, I get the better light. So I have mostly nice. leafy greens just because that's what I eat the most. So gotcha. in that, okay. I, I grow herbs on the top. I have uh, vining plants on the bottom because they get really big. And then usually in the middle, I have different types of leafy greens. So I have a few types of lettuce, 
you know, three types of lettuce on there right now. I have arugula. I have um, Swiss chard. I have basil, chives, cucumbers, tomatoes, watermelon, um, peas, two types of kale, strawberries, and syrup. Oh, what? Yeah. Dude. Dude. So yes, wow. that is, so I, you know, for me, this is like, wow, yeah, awesome, this, is, this is, this is my life right now. This is, you know, I, for, in terms of community, because I know I, I wanted to answer that question. I know you, that everybody else wants to hear about that too. It's, you know, as yeah, a man, man, you know, I, I love, you know, I want a person like that. I have a purpose. Um, and so for me, the, you know, growing food and providing for my family, that yeah. is the, that's when I feel I am being the best provider. Um, Cause it's the most, mm. it's, you know, it, for me, it provides safety, provides, you know, freedom. Um, mm. Knowing, know where my food is coming from. You know, it's not just, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's, yeah. So, yeah, man. Dang, yeah, you, so, shoot, man. Some of I'm gonna like, go back oh, upstairs man. just because I have a better connection up there. Yeah, because what you, I want to pick, I want to get that back in, and dude, because what you just said there, oh man, bro, I, 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 I want, I want to hear that again because what I did hear you say is like, as a man, you know, this is your, this is like the uh, highest form of being able to provide and and for the for your family because you know where your food is coming from. Exactly. Exactly. So for me personally, it's just that, that, that feeling, there's nothing like that feeling of, you know, planting a seed. Yeah. Later you're harvesting from that seed and then you chop it up, put it into a salad and you put it on the table. Everyone consumes it. So they're not just consuming, you know, the nutrients that you have, provided for you for them but you're they're also consuming that love that you put into it you know so you know they're so they're getting a double whammy of nutrients and then the 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 energy that you put into it so it's yeah bro man damn man as you're saying that i got chills man um because listen Man, when it comes down to it, um, and, you know, speaking to the listeners and, and Jason, I, I, man, I, 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 what you're saying really resonates with me, um, especially when you said the, it, they, they can experience the love that you put into it. And this is, this is the, the, the benefit of what I see with gardening in the community. I love when I see these community gardens. And, and I, I'm digging when I'm seeing, like, some people putting energy into having their own garden, right? And, and my invitation here for, for those that are listening is to plant one thing. Plant something because there's, a, there's, a, there's several benefits. First of all, you're upping your nurturing game up, Okay. Second of all, you're up. You're upping your um, provision skills up because you're learning how to plant something and then bring it to harvest and fruit. And then third of all, you're aware of you're you're having you're you're being in right relationship with the earth. Okay, 
I can extract the nutrients and then all of a sudden, hey, okay, I got this. I'm going to plant some more. So now I can, I can start to even like the way that you garden, like having some, some of the towers and then also being in the earth. There's a ton of ways that, that for those that are listening that you can get involved and in, in step up in your gardening game. And especially with, with these times that we're in, everything is uncertain. So I think it's, uh, and, and again, the invitation is to, 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 this is a practice of sustainability. Being able to heart, like plant and heart, bring something to harvest for yourself, for your family is a powerful thing. And Jason, I want you, uh, listen, before we, cause I want, uh, before we start wrapping up, don't, uh, we're getting into this project that you have, man. Because you got a mission that I, I see when you post up about it and I see you in your fresh suit and jump looking like the Ebony Man DQ rocking, <laughs> bro. Listen, this dude in the suit rocking it, King. So, dude, I, I, see, I see, man, I got freaking giddy and was jumping for joy when you talked about a project you put, you're putting out there with NYC. So, man, shine some light on that for the people, please. Yes. Thank you. So, mm-hmm. you know, the Tower Gardens... I, you know, discovered those five years ago and I realized like this is a tool that the whole world, and especially New York City, this is a tool that the whole world and especially New York City can benefit from, you know, because for me, I realized I'm like, you know, I live in a food desert, you know, we have to really travel to get food, high quality food. And I realized I'm not the only one living in a food desert. Um, and so what I envision is making New York City self-sufficient. It was like, how can I help my city be more sustainable? So my current goal right now is to help families and organizations you know, start their own tower gardens or tower farms. Because you know, mm. this is replicatable. You know? so, and this is an easy system. The tower farm is not just one tower, it's 12, you know, so, and you can grow it taller, you can go vertical. So for me, and we, and there's, and we, the company that I partnered with, they've created a STEM curricular, STEM curriculum program that goes along with it to teach kids, you know, how, like the cycle of life, you know, and then also, company gives tower gardens for free to every boys and girls club in the u.s so and that's what really? i want to do. I want, I, yeah i want to keep you know encouraging children and families to learn how to cultivate the planet to learn how to cultivate mm-hmm. the earth you know because this is this is our greatest legacy you know like our planet is our only legacy you know, like, yes it's important for us to have you know financial freedom Yes, right. but if you have, you can't eat money. You know, <laughs> yes, mm. it'll make life better. But like this essential skill of having food, growing food, I think every right. family should have. And so, my main over, like my main goal in life right now is to build a fully sustainable um, foster home to help, you know, children who have been, you know, displaced from climate change, you know, and, and not necessarily has to be just those children, but I want to be able to create a space where 
kids don't have to worry. They don't have to worry if the lights are going to get turned off. They don't have to worry if they're going to run out of water. They don't have to worry, worry if they're going to run out of food. They don't have to worry if that toilet won't flush. You know, so mm. I, I, I also, I discovered these um, buildings called Earthships. I don't know. So Earthship is a fully sustainable home that uses, almost fully sustainable, that uses recycled material and natural material. So they'll use bottles, cans, and tires as foundation and walls mm. uh, for support. And then they'll use earthen material like, you know, adobe um, to, you know, create the plaster around the home. And the home is shaped to capture rainwater. And that rainwater gets, you know, plumbed into the home. And that water gets used four times over. You use that water to, you know, wash your dishes, wash yourself, and becomes gray water. That gray water then gets shifted into your 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 planter cell, which is a which is a, a planter that is lining all your south-facing windows, which stays at constant temperature year-round, no matter if it's 100 degrees or zero degrees. And then the wa the water that's in that planter, you know, gets cleaned by the plants, and that water gets pumped out into your toilet to flush your toilet. So that's the fourth time you're using that water. And then that water gets wow. pushed out to the outside surrounding area of the home to grow like underground to grow natural vegetation of the area. So by living in that home, you're actually becoming carbon positive. You're actually regenerating the planet, not just sustainability, but regeneration is like the real goal where we're regenerating. Right. You know, not just keeping what we have. So I, I found out that this these earthships are, mo for me, the one of the most sustainable buildings I've ever found. Um, and so I was mm. lucky enough to go work on them in New Mexico in Taos. So I did it in October. I'm going back in August, right. my second part of the course, because I see myself like learning that information, coming back to the Northeast and bringing it to the cities. Because, you know, it's... I'm proud of you, man. This, cause this is huge. I think especially with a lot of the people that are in the big city like New York that are, that have that have no consistent means of food and resources, and like families that are living below means, um, or not below means, but fam families that really have little means. And this is a way I really really appreciate what you're thinking, what your what your vision is. Um, and I love how it includes the whole, the whole community, the whole spectrum, kids, families, um, the earth, our, 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 um, our, our, our roof over our head, really like this whole piece is, you know, I'm just, I'm just very, I'm grateful that there are men like you that, and beings like you that are here in this time, because I truly see you as a guide because you are you are leading others to a, a a new way of being that is in right relationship with the earth with creator with with source with uh, with god and you you're you're the super gardener man like yeah you're a fucking you are a fucking superhero you you are dude I, i'm like i'm gonna come up with a name for you because like yo you are like the super green gardener, man. Like, I don't know. I got to think of something. But like, dude, you, I consider you a superhero because, you know, a superhero is that being that, you know, has 
listen, has trials and tribulations, that has a higher purpose, and that, uh, that ascends past it all to really be the best that they can be and be a model and be a source, be a stand for what's right, man. And I appreciate you, brother, so much, man. Mo- much love to you. Much love to you. Um, oh, oh, right back at you, bro. <laughs> I can't, I'm taking it in, but I'll like, thank you so much. <laughs> Bless up, man. Dude, so I, I, man, this is a blessing. So I got a couple of things before we wrap up. Yeah. Okay, first, um, I'd like for you to t- say again how people can connect with you. And if you have some sort of fundraising for your mission, for your vision, if you could share that. In that, I'd also like if I, I I'm curious what your favorite, who your favorite superhero is, and yeah. So, uh, re- people can you can find me on um, mm-hmm. Instagram uh, at Spirit Training. So at Spirit okay. Training on Instagram, simplest way. Um, you can also reach out to me. You know, I'll I'll, I'll give you know Paul. My email and you can always reach out to me i am more than happy to connect with everyone uh and then yeah that's basically you can reach out to me like via email too so jason um leach harris l-e-a-c-h harris at gmail.com is like my email you can always contact me and connect with me that way um mm-hmm. and my favorite superhero so you know like when i was younger it was it was it was tricky because it was like between Superman and um, Green Gardener. So, like, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, but you know, as I got older and I just, you know, learned more about um, Marvel comics and, you know, seeing how Marvel is is still kicking butt, kicking ass. You know, <laughs> I, you know, yeah. Black Panther. You know, I have, I have Black <laughs> Panther. Oh, I have my visionary board right here. But yeah, I don't know dude, you focus on yeah. So right there, yeah. I have Black Panther. Even even before the movie came out, I had Black Panther on there. <laughs> so I was just dude. like, you, you put a post up about Wakanda too recently. That was brilliant, man. I was just like, I was, you know why? Because I was just like, where? <laughs> you know, honestly, you know, being in America, it can be tough. You know, and you have to. I'm thinking to myself like, do I want to be here forever? Yeah, I'll be here forever. But I also want to like. Where are the places in the in the world where it's okay to be black? I'm not saying mm-hmm. there's not anywhere in the U.S. like that, like that, but like, where's there a city that is like feeling that? And so for me, I know that there are places like that in Africa, but also just to see um, the Wakanda and that story behind it, that fictional story of like why Wakanda is the way it is, and is because it was left alone from colonialism and it had its chance to keep its ancient wisdom but then mm. modernize you know so it was just like wow what would that look like if we kept our ancient wisdom and we modernized so for me that was wakanda so i was like yo let's go to wakanda so i you know and, and if there's someone you want to follow who is making it happen you know follow akon akon have you the rapper yeah he's doing some things man doing it up so he's building a fully sustainable city in senegal um so and it's going to be run with a coin which is a cryptocurrency and it'll be the first like cryptocurrency of africa you know like as a continent you know so he is on 
the ball. And that's someone I would look out for, you know, because I've been okay. keeping him on my radar and watching everything that he's doing because I'm like, yo, that's what I want to do. I want to build a fully sustainable city. Bless up, man. Oh, dude. Okay, I'm on them. And wait, Jason, also, too, can you can you list your website? Because you got some programs, you got some goodness on there, too. What's your website, man? So the my main current website right now is jasonharris.towergarden.com. That's my main okay. website. So I, on there, you can see everything that, the, the tool that I'm using to grow my food. You know, and also okay. that there's tons of information about um, hydroponic growing, about growing in schools, about the way that, you know, we can bring more hydroponics, not just, you know, farms, but also to senior centers, you know, and, and, and how we can use the grants that are provided for schools to get them started. So that website is my main one right now, which I've really been focusing on is like okay. getting the city to be sustainable jasonharris.towergarden.com yeah bless up thank right, you so paul thank you're the you. man you're the my man, man. <laughs> hey hold on before we wrap up man because I, I give all my guests 90 seconds is to to give a message to the people that they want them to either something that we went over that you want them to hear or something else that we had yet to go over i would take 90 seconds give the people a message before we wrap up man i guess yeah. all right so these 90 what I would love to share with people is that, you know, it's okay to take a break. I feel that it's okay to stop and reassess, you know, because there's so much going on in the planet, in the world, in our lives, that rest is even more important now than it was before. And I think rest is also a way to fight the system because they don't want Ooh. us to relax. They don't want us to relax. They don't want us to be at peace, you know, but if we can take a moment every day to create that peace, meditate, you know, eat dinner with our family without our phones, talk, like be with our friends, have a long conversation, take a nap in the afternoon, I like go in your garden, like relax. Because I feel mm. in that peacefulness is when we can find the most clarity. And then we can go hard again and we can aim that arrow to where we want to go instead of just shooting in every direction, which is what I do often, you know, as a New Yorker. So it's like, yeah, mm. so it's like, all right, practicing rest, I think, is just uh, an incredible tool also to have in your tool. So, brother. You're, you're an amazing human being, man. I know, like, Spotted, you got it. So I'm glad we're amazing human beings, man. And I'm, I'm happy that we got to put this content out because I think this is important. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to have you on again because, you know, this, at you, the time of this recording, you know, there's some, there's some racial things happening. There's some shifting going on. And before we, in our pregame, Jason and I had some really valuable conversation that, you know, I'm, I'm looking at what uh, I'd like to pull some strong black men together to have some, some real dialogue about what, it, what transcendence means for us and what are the solutions to help us rise above a lot of the bullshit that, that we've been raised in. So, mm -hmm. Jason, I appreciate you, man. Um, this means a lot to me. And the people, man, love you, brother. Damn, yes. 
And to the people that are listening, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for thank listening. You. I know you're listening. Yeah, Jason, <laughs> yo, let them hear it. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. So I appreciate you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I see you. I see the numbers. I see you guys tuning in. I appreciate this. And listen, if you like, if you hear this, share it and leave comments. And you know, we'll be back. And reach out to Jason and check out his website, man, because this right here, what he's doing and how he's doing it is, in my, in my judgment, it's, it's second to none. It's tip top, man. And, he's, and he, he, he gives a shit. He gives a shit. So I appreciate you, man. And thanks, everybody. And until the next episode, peace. Peace. Well, how was it? Was it what I said? What'd you think about this dude? Dude's truth. He's the truth. And I'm happy you got to hear his words. I'm happy you got to meet and experience him. Follow him. Uh, Learn from him. I am. Uh, and garden, plant something. Experience what that's like for you. What's that? What is it going to be like for you to really see something from the seed to harvest? And it's about us being sustainable, us taking care of ourselves, us providing. So thank you for listening, as always. And I hear you listening because I see the numbers. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning into the Men Talk About podcast. It's a treat to be here with you. And to support men and those really those looking to hone in and develop their masculine energy. Thank you for tuning in. See you on the next episode.